using box breathing to improve your physical and mental health. Some of you may have noticed a small gap of about two weeks recently where I was not posting videos. Story time. Bear with me while I set the stage for this discussion about box breathing. I took a pretty bad fall. The details are not really important here, except I felt kind of dumb afterwards. When I fell, I landed ribs first into an extremely hard surface. Let's just say this hurt like crazy to the point I was legitimately afraid I may have broken some ribs. I had a lot of the symptoms, painful movement, breathing hurt, etc. But because of the pandemic, the ER was packed like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, there were pe- probably 30-something people in the waiting room. Probably a third of them had oxygen tents over them. Uh, I was like not interested in being in that situation at all. So I decided to wait until the next morning to see my doctor for x-rays. While at the doctor... Uh, First of all, I'm shocked that I got in the same day that I called, but the best thing I heard was your ribs aren't broken. They're just really bruised. So that's a good thing. It hurt for about two weeks, um, which is why I hadn't been posting, but at least they weren't broken because that's like a three to six week recovery and you have to be very careful with movement and activity. But the most interesting thing the doctor told me was to do diaphragmatic breathing or deep breathing twice a day to avoid getting pneumonia. And that's important, not just when you have a rib injury, but in general. Now, I've heard of this before, uh, this diaphragmatic breathing, but I had heard it referred to as box breathing. So what is box breathing? Box breathing is a technique used by some people, in particular, people in high stress jobs. Um, I've heard people that are ex-Navy SEALs like Mark Devine talk about it in his Kokoro yoga books. They use it in high-stress, high-danger professions uh, to to calm themselves and get their breathing under, under control so that in a high-stress situation, they're not hyperventilating and breathing and, and not getting enough oxygen into the into their in their system so that their brain continues to be able to think critically and they be, they're able to perform at a high level. You know, because a lot of times if you're in a high stress situation, you tend to breathe (gasps) like that. You know, it's like this, like, you know, think about like when you're tired or, you know, um, going for a run or something. When you're when your body's broken down, you tend to (gasps) like do the the deep breathing. It's all chest breathing. Um, So diaphragmatic breathing is breathing with your diaphragm. Like I said, I knew of this technique primarily as like a stress control technique, a, a high pressure technique that you would use to calm yourself down, get control of your breathing, but I hadn't heard of it so much as a health or overall wellness technique. On my doctor's orders, I have been doing this for about four weeks now. So how's the, how's that going? Well, uh, first, let, let me explain what box breathing is and how to do it and why it's called box breathing because it's a little bit of a strange name. There's many different types of breathing techniques. You can go online and look up a multitude of them. They vary in how long your inhale is to the exhale ratio length. They might add holds or breath holds in between. Maybe they don't. These include things like power breathing, which is sometimes called Wim Hof breathing or hyperventilation breathing, uh, coherent breathing, a 478 scheme, a one-to-one scheme, which are all used for various things such like anti-anxiety, calming, sleep help, meditation. Box breathing in particular is used for calming, regulation, and relaxation. 
box breathing is called box breathing because the breath timing is an equal length of time for the inhale, the hold, the exhale, and the additional hold after exhale. So if you imagine all four parts of these, they've they become side by side, they become a, a square in a box shape, basically. So you have, let's say, a five second hold, you know, and a five second, everything's five seconds. So you have a five second inhale, five second hold, five second in uh, exhale, five second hold, and it just repeats in a box shape. The steps are as follows for box breathing one, you start with an inhale through the nose for a chosen time. Let's just say five seconds because that's what we were talking about before. This should be what is called a belly breath. You breathe through your nose and you fill your belly first, not not your chest. You're breathing into the belly first, almost like you're trying to make a gut. And then after that's fully expanded, then you can breathe into your chest. This is diaphragmatic breathing. You're expanding your diaphragm. In day-to-day life, most people are chest breathers. Their chest rise and fall almost exclusively and they don't really use their their belly to to power the the breath breathing mechanisms. It's just a <sighs> chest fall like that. Um, not a really big breath. So nobody they're not they're not really getting the full capacity of oxygen that they can into their lungs. So this is why this box breathing is a really nice technique because you can pull in a large amount of oxygen into your system. Two. Hold the full belly of breath for the same length of time that the inhale was. In this example, it's five seconds. So once you have the full belly of air and chest expansion, then you just you're just holding your breath for the same amount of time. Three, exhale from the mouth in an explosive breath and continue to expel the air in your system as much as possible in the same five seconds. It should be borderline uncomfortable when you're unbreathing when you're breathing out um, you want to fully expel expel the oxygen in your lungs to make room for the maximum inhale next time around if you think about it it's kind of uh, this explosive like you know like that and you'll just continue to blow out that that uh, that oxygen or that air Um, i guess it's not oxygen at that point it's carbon dioxide um not carbon monoxide this is stuff from smoke um but you're, you're trying to fully empty out your lungs so that you can bring in the greatest amount of oxygen on your next inhale. After you, sorry, number four, after you've expelled all of the air in your lungs, you're going to hold it for another five seconds. This is probably the hardest part of, of this. Um, it's a little uncomfortable to have already expended all the oxygen, I'm sorry, all of the air out of your system. And then holding your breath because your, your body just wants to pull in that oxygen again. And you'll continue this cycle for, for multiple cycles. So the first couple cycles that you go through are going to feel uncomfortable. But as you progress, after about a minute or so of doing this, the hold becomes a lot easier and actually kind of relaxing, which is kind of the point of this. is for calming and relaxation. You can repeat this this step or these um, four steps for as many cycles as you need. Um, I've been doing it for about five minutes during the day and 10 minutes right before I go to sleep. So here's what happened. Doing this on a daily basis really did help with my rib pain uh, from, from the fall that I talked about earlier because it was helping to expand the rib cage and the belly and the, you know this entire area. It was like my entire left side was just tight and it hurt. Um, 
And doing this forced me to take large breaths that would expand all the musculature in, in my rib cage. So it really did help with the overall healing of, of my ribs. Otherwise, I would probably have been like kind of baby in it and taking small breaths and stuff. And that the, the doctor's concern was that breathing shallow like that can cause pneumonia. Um, and that's kind of like the last thing you need this like right now with everything going on. It really helped to stretch all of that and, and assist in the healing. The, the ribs healing better and not getting pneumonia due to shallow breathing definitely worked. But what about these other benefits of box breathing that, that people talk about? Box breathing's big selling point was stress reduction in, in really stressful situations. In addition to just doing this as a precautionary for pneumonia after the rib injury, I would also do this for a, um, like maybe two or three minutes if I was starting to feel stressed or anxious during during this time. Um, I would just stop what I was doing and just even if you're just at work or just kind of sitting there or something, I would just stop and you know I had a little app that would keep track of the five second or yeah five second intervals and I would just make sure that I was really focusing on the breathing, like taking large you know, diaphragm controlled breaths for like two or three minutes. And it actually really worked. My stress level would drop. I could actually see a noticeable heart rate decrease as the um, stress level would go down. And I could actually see that because I, I wear this whoop fitness tracker um, that keeps track of my, my heart rate. And uh, also mentally, you would just suddenly feel very um, clear and not worried about things. It just had a very calming effect, you know, and it, obviously that's just a temporary fix to, to stress. You know, you, you need to remove those stressors if you really want to fix them, but it does work for the situation when that stressor is actually happening. So I could see how this would be very helpful um, in high stress situations or um, physically demanding situations. And I could see why um, I've heard multiple you know, uh, Navy SEAL and athlete, you know, personalities and stuff talk about how they use this for breath control in these high stress situations. Mentally, the box breathing really did help to clear your mind and bring your anxiety down. I would really recommend it for controlling stress levels during stressful situations or high pressure situations. Um, I happen to work in a fairly high stress job. It's not dangerous or anything. I'm just a computer programmer, but um, people that work in that industry know that deadlines are very stressful. The hours can be long. Demand is very high. So it's it's a mentally stressful uh, job. And this really helped with that situation because if I was getting stressed about these coming deadlines or just the amount of work you know being asked, I could just take a moment you know, I, and, and, and really focus on the breathing. I mean, you could, you could keep on working on your computer or whatever, just, but you could just make sure that you're focusing on that, that, that breath, you know, and controlling the, the deep, you know, box breathing. Cause it really did help drop those, those, uh, anxious feelings or the stress in that situation, bring your heart rate down a little bit, or maybe you're stuck in traffic or something like that. Tra- traffic can be very stressful, you know, just take a moment while you're stuck there, just to, to breathe. Just take a few moments to breathe. As far as overall health, um, this was an interesting one. I, I also used this Whoop um, tracker to track my respiratory rate while sleeping to see if the box breathing was helping to make my breathing better even as I slept. Uh, respiratory rate is a pretty good indicator of your overall health um, 
And if it starts to go up, it could mean you're getting sick. It could mean you have sleep apnea. You know, it could, it could be a number of things. Um, so it's an interesting marker to uh, pay attention to with your overall health and one that's usually kind of skipped over because it makes a big difference in your recovery from day to day. So using the WHOOP, uh, I noticed a change of about a full breath per minute down, which means that my breathing is more efficient and fuller at night. So as I'm training my body to get used to this, you know, deep, like diaphragmatic breathing, um, I'm actually pulling in more oxygen at night while I'm sleeping and getting better sleep and recovery. And it's like my brain knows that when I'm sleeping, this is how I should breathe because I've been trying to incorporate it more and more in just like everyday situations, not even the stressful ones, just to train my mind to do it automatically. Additionally, um, I've noticed a, a decent drop in my resting heart rate. Um, however, I can't be sure if this is exclusively from the breathing techniques or the fact that I've been doing additional cardio for like the last three months or so. I would I would assume that it has to do with the breathing techniques because I don't see how you could have that substantial of a resting heart rate drop um, in, in like a three-week period because I've only been doing the breathing for like three or four weeks, but the running has been going on for three months. So I would assume that it's the new... Um, it's the new technique that I'm using or the new variable that I'm throwing in that is actually having the effect on my heart rate. It's not a huge change. It's only like a couple beats per minute, but um, my resting heart rate tends to be in the low 50s, um, which is pretty good from my understanding. Uh, and I, it's it's been pretty close to like 53 when it was like 55 before. So I'm, I'm assuming that it's, and that's an average. Um, so I'm assuming that it's the breathing techniques are just helping with my overall cardiovascular health as well. Overall, it's been an interesting experiment. And I think I'm going to continue to do this on a daily basis. Um, it just takes like five minutes and it, it has so many benefits for both your mental and physical well-being. And I, I think that during this um, experiment to help with my injured rib, um, it kind of highlighted how important it is to take a moment for yourself and to make sure that you breathe, you kind of get get some stressors out, kind of relax, and kind of bring everything back down to a nice baseline. And it helps with your overall health too, even while you're sleeping. So it, it's just it it was an, an eye opening experience, uh, and I wish I had started doing this earlier because I had heard about it two years ago probably and and like other things like this i'm like ah it's uh, that can't be for real i mean breathing everybody knows how to breathe they can't make that much of a difference but it is absolutely worth it and i'd recommend everyone just take five minutes out of your day maybe right before you go to bed or something and find a quiet place to relax you can sit or lay down close your eyes and just breathe